At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We've seen a car run into a tree, a tree fall through a roof, and we've even seen a car fall through a roof. Hey, babe. Your parents are here. But there's a better way for your home and auto to come together. Bundle them. And when you get both, you could save an average of 20%. Visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Hello, and welcome back to that whole thing. I'm Matt. Uh, I'm Justin Bieber. And I'm Mandy. What are we here to watch again? I don't even know. The Justin Bieber experience. Wonder Bread? Damn it, I watched the Jonah <laughs> Brothers documentary instead. I got confused. I'm sure that's close enough. Dude, so did I, and it was so good. Can we talk about the Jonas Brothers instead? Because I am here to talk about the Jonas Brothers. I don't even like the Jonas Brothers, and it was really good. <laughs> I'm I don't even know anything about I'm them. saying that. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying I, that as somebody who never really listened to the Jonas Brothers and now really kind of kind of is into them a little bit. The like power of the Jonas Brothers. I know. Like, can we talk about that scene in the documentary where they're sitting around the kitchen table airing their grievances? Like, that was some real shit. I was uncomfortable. Uh, they should have uh, one truth. day attempt to hire the same people to make a Glee retrospective. Yeah. I would watch a, I would watch a Glee roundtable where the actors just hash some shit out. Yeah. The same kind of like pull the little slips of questions out and like you have to take, you know, you have to answer it and did One you day. feel like I was holding you back? Like that was some deep truth telling. Anyway, that's the level that we felt about this episode. Yep. That's your indicator. That we'd rather talk Sorry. about the Jones Brothers. I I don't listen to their music. I have not seen. The I do now. I do know they are people. Yeah, yeah no, people. I I actually think that not watching the Jonas Brothers might make the documentary better. Because I had mm. no I had no expectations. Same. I didn't know anything about them until I watched it. Oh my god! Nobody's gonna listen to our takes on anything pop culture related if we continue <laughs> to air out the. Here's here are the things that have been missed in pop culture that we have done nothing with and know are, nothing about. Are we gonna cover Taylor Swift next? Because I know nothing about her either. Oh, oh, her I can go off on because I have <laughs> friends who love her. I can go off on that. I got that. Honestly, hot takes from us about things we don't know anything about would be hilarious because we're all old as fuck and don't care. We should do that. that is, we should have people send that us. That is now ads. going to be a podcast. Uh, podcast uh, tier level. When you donate, That's you can bad. send us a we'll Patreon. A, send level. us a thing. A Patreon level. That's the word I wanted. Patreon mm-hmm. level. Send us the thing of something you, as a younger person, like. We will tell you our old people. Or what it, we needs, it needs to be that we don't look at the topics until we start recording, <laughs> so that we don't have time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So there was an episode of Glee, so, right? Like, uh, apparently there was an episode of Glee. Apparently it happened. I don't know. I feel like I could have taken a nap and got more out of it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Naps are. But I could have been rested. That was another yeah. episode about white people. Yep. Kidding so, uh, on, yeah. This week on uh, the Blob, 
Lima Drift. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot of white people. It was a lot of white people doing really white people things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, not here for it. Um, this uh, fun fact is the first episode Chris Colfer hasn't been in, which makes oh. me sad. Partly also because um, Chris Colfer brings, you know, uh, a cast of characters with him usually. So mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. nothing from Dalton this episode. And, and I find that really interesting considering, considering the credits on it. Um, I guess I should actually do the whole like summary thing, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. White people do white people things. Anyway, Comeback is the episode we're talking about. Cause I don't even think we said that, but yeah, Comeback. No, All we right. skipped right it's past the... that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, we were just, we, we were really excited to talk about Jonas Brothers. Um, so Comeback is the 13th episode of Glee's second season, the 35th episode overall, and it premiered on February 15th, 2011. So side sidebar real quick, you really would have thought they would have had like a, like a better, like, an, I mean, I know they did Silly Little Love Songs prior to this, which was technically like the Valentine's episode, but this is, is right after Valentine's Day. You do think they would have had a better episode but no, this isn't even like the leftover Valentine's Day candy that you can get on February 15th, which mm. anyway, anyway, I'm going in directions that make no sense. Um, Will allows Sue to join the Glee Club in an attempt to ease her depression. Sam creates a tribute band, the Justin Bieber Experience, in order to win Quinn's heart and is later joined by the group's other male members, except co-captain Finn. They recreate Bieber's Somebody to Love in order to woo their significant others. This episode was directed by Bradley Buecher and written by Ryan Murphy. How and why Ryan Murphy was able to write an episode in season two without Chris and or Darren, I don't understand. Because I sort of felt like that, that was his. Um, he was drunk? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, I have thoughts. I have rants. They're small because at the end of the day, I'm just, I just, I watched this episode and, and I think uh, Mandy, you said it best earlier, which was hurry, we need to record this because everything that happened in this episode, I will forget immediately if we do not record right now. Yeah, um, I, I already can't remember what songs they performed. I mean, that I can tell you, not because I remember, but because I have the, like, the episode thing up. Yeah, you have so, a yeah, cheat sheet. I do. I have a cheat sheet. Uh, so they did uh, Justin Bieber's Baby. Uh, Somebody to Love from Justin Bieber, Take Me or Leave Me from Cast of Rent, uh, I Know What Boys Like from The Waitresses, and Sing from My Chemical Romance. So, okay, let's talk, let's break this down into, let's say, Will and Sue, the adults and then the kids. Will apparently sings in a pediatric ward like every week or something. So that's a thing. Yeah, of course he does. Random character development to throw in there based on absolutely nothing that we never see again yeah right it's sort of just like a random yes, oh hey he's a really good guy capital g mm-hmm. it's know. definitely a thing that he's been doing this whole time it did make me sit here and go who allowed him to be in a children's ward who would allow <laughs> this man who has terrible advice to, and has like absolutely no need to be around impressionable children just because not for nefarious reasons just because he's a child himself and should not be mm. listened to and has terrible advice uh who who let him be around impressionable children that's a terrible idea anyway so, so uh i will say i do like that 
who was essentially doing all of this for um, a way to, to combat uh, the Glee Club from the inside. I like that we're just like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna continue this 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 stick. Um, I was amused by it. I liked her. I I did kind of like her being the uh, the head of what was it, oral intensity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like I did. I like did, but that, also it was uh, like it. Yeah, it it was funny that it was a long con to break up the Glee Club again because that's her shtick. But also mm-hmm. like I don't know a suicide joke to open an episode. It's Maybe it's just kind of uh, you know I don't know. Maybe I mean, not. I, we've had this conversation before where um they they'll be like we're dark and edgy and it's like no you're just an asshole yeah like yeah no not new not new it is is a how can say tried and true it is not tried and true it is just a again again they're doing it again um sorry i ended up hitting hitting yeah okay honestly trying to come up form opinions here uh okay so technically uh some fan no guys really this episode you know how like when you're watching television american television specifically and there's like 22 23 episodes a season and you get episodes that are unnecessary they're throwaway they're just i mean they're not even monster of the week episodes because monster of the week episodes are at least fun um but they're just sort of dumb as fuck and you're like why does this exist this is that episode like there's mm, other yes. than other than a little bit of of uh, love triangle manipulation, not much really happens. I mean, well, you could easily put Sue in oral intensity in a different in a different episode, but like it's just a lot of it's a lot of people running around misunderstanding the word comeback, you know? Yeah. So like the many times many times they're like, oh, uh, Finn told Rachel, uh, you're making a comeback based off of you know some ideas and thoughts wanted to do for the um for regionals nationals i put the competition i forget i forget which level we're at right now regionals um, thank you You're um I, I pay attention yeah. um, obviously you pay, pay attention i didn't i just put competition and i'm like <laughs> now i'm like where are we i don't know i do not remember uh, but it's just like you're making a comeback and, and and i just i have written down here it's like literally you have to have been there to make a comeback and while Rachel is a um, great performer, I don't know. I would necessarily say that she's been. It, if she's are you been saying that Rachel? Class, are you saying that she's not on. the most shit upon character to ever walk the earth? That she's not the most depressed, oppressed person in the entire school, nay country, nay earth? I mean, clearly is that it, is the correct read of this situation. Isn't Maybe. Rachel Berry the most put upon creature to ever exist? Hasn't she been hurt enough? How dare How I? How dare I not dare give her this? you? Who, who am I? Who are who the you fuck am I? think that she doesn't deserve everything? Um, yeah, apparently, apparently I'm just a bit because I, I don't, one, I don't think she deserves everything, but also again, <laughs> you have to have been somewhere and so yeah. there and this happens frequently she spends a lot of this episode trying to make waves trying to make a name for herself and on one hand um i can kind of 
understand some of that, but I feel like she does it in such a annoying as fuck is that is 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 what my notes here say uh way that it's just it, it just annoys me i don't care like i i on one hand would sympathize with a character who feels especially a female character who feels like she has to like claw her way to get any sort of recognition but i don't i don't feel that with rachel with how she just how she just is written it just it doesn't i i, I have nothing but like frustration with her and again yeah. if anybody is a Rachel fan and would like to come on and explain why and or how I'm reading this wrong. But like, I mean, I guess I was glad that in this episode, most of her time was spent uh, trying to, uh, (laughs) I guess I was glad most of her time was spent with Brittany and clothes and not trying to get a boy back. I mean, that was there, but taking into account the last episode which was nothing but like Finn 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 I was like ah shut the fuck up at least this episode was trying to be cool via ugly clothing so some of that some of that stuff with like um the meta of her ridiculous clothing I thought because it was so outrageous in a glee way was kind of funny of Mm -hmm. I mean they were she was using Britney to try to be popular and Britney being so dumb that it it backfired was both gross and funny in a way that only Glee can do. And then you're like, oh, it's funny and also terrible. <laughs> like, so. Oh, I mean, two, two, the, two and one. Of all the C plots that happens that happened in this episode, that was like the least offensive, I guess, and kind of funny that I, going on. I actually think that that plot was like probably my favorite in this. The episode only because of like Heather's comedic timing being yeah like, it, was, it was pretty good. good yeah yeah she did she got you know I, I spent it on my publicist <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah you know and just the ridiculous ways that fashion like layering leg leg warmers on my arms like yes of course that would become and also like and one of the things I noticed as I was watching it was like I can laugh at their Britney jokes when they're oh I fed my uncle's goat the money and not oh some guy raped me I think yes why couldn't you have just stuck with that glee like exactly yeah yeah where her yes exactly that's the difference when her um naivete is that she, she spent her money on a goat and, and and a cat farm and not that she was assaulted and somehow they don't see you can the still difference. make the same funny jokes <laughs> yeah but you know different yeah, yeah little, somehow there's a difference so of, of everything that happened in this episode i guess for once it was that weird background plot of everyone in the glee club suddenly wearing the same carousel sweater and uh, sexy librarian skirt that was kind of like oh, that was, was kind of funny and I'm, i hope the costume department had a good time yeah i just the the line of go buy your like what go buy your clothes at kids r us or go to kids r us to buy clothes yeah yeah i just want to know i mean yeah okay it's a joke but like ryan murphy when was the last time you went to kids r us uh so other note i have here justin bieber the beebs this was when justin bieber was popular which i forgot how popular he was at this time and, and a child. Not just to us. Things the wrong direction. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Yeah. Like, I, 
I forgot. Well, I guess I forgot. I maybe didn't forget, but I had put out of my mind the level of that uh, sounds about right. young teen craze over the beat because it has been so thoroughly taken over by, um, you know, peeing in a mop bucket and desecrating national monuments as, as, as child celebrities tend to do. Mm-hmm. Not like it was unexpected for him. But uh, I think the thing that stood out to me the most is I just, I really hated how everybody looked at this episode. Because also all the guys are trying to do that Bieber hair yeah. thing where it's like all swept forward. You didn't like, like the weird. swoop? Well, see, the thing is I like swoop, but I like the CW swoop where it goes up. Oh, you like the you up know, and like, back swoop. Yeah, the the swoop. This is more of a womp. You want a swoop and not a womp. Yeah. No, I want CW hair. I don't want Bieber hair. Mm, the CW yeah. people still have CW hair. I haven't actually watched a CW show in a while. Yeah, it's pretty. I don't know. I'm sure. Well, what's on is CW shows? I guess Supernatural doesn't count because they've never really had CW hair. Yeah. They've just had like adult men hair. What's still on? Riverdale? Is that still on? Is that a thing? That's still on. What does their hair look like? Images. Okay, well, I think that's an image of Twilight, but I honestly couldn't tell the difference. Isn't Flash still on? Yes. I think it's still, C- yeah, it still looks like CW hair based on this, like, Netflix cover. Good to know. Good to know that hasn't changed. Yeah. Uh, it's still good to know certain things still stay the same. They also still definitely look like 30-year-olds playing teenagers, but I, I don't really know what Riverdale is, so maybe not teenagers. Okay. There's another, there's another show we can talk about. Still my favorite, Grand Custom. You're so lovely. Anyway, uh, where are we? Hair. Yeah, yeah. Also, so yeah, not not into not into the looks, not into the uh, the Justin Bieber experience. Um, I like how Ryan Murphy says this isn't a tribute episode because only tribute episodes are for you know musicians who have a wide body of work. But like. But they, not really a tribute episode, but you do kind of make it a tribute episode. It's sort, it's pretty close to a tribute episode because it, it honors Justin Bieber in a pretty, pretty obvious way, right? Like, it praises him somewhat non-sarcastically. It does, and I mean, it, it's you have two songs from Justin Bieber, which I get. Maybe you can't do more than that because at this time, I don't know how many songs he had. Um, so I kind of feel like it was a way Ryan Murphy's like, no, we can't say it's actually a, um, a, a tribute episode because we'll get like lampooned for that. So no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's sort of where I assume, I assume went on here. But, uh, so what are you, what are your thoughts on, on, uh, Sam's Justin Bieber experience band and, or the idea to actually create a Justin Bieber experience band to woo girlfriends because i have thoughts on that one um well i guess my first thought was that it was uh, hypocritical of the glee club to laugh at sam for singing a justin bieber song as if none of them have ever sung a stupid ass song in that choir room they were like giggling at him like it was the dumbest thing they'd ever seen like i'm sorry where have you been for the last year and a half like let's let's not Let's not judge. Do you know who you are? Yeah, let's not judge some song choices here. Uh, and then... Does Sam pick stupid shit to sing? He does, but so do you. Yeah, you all 
you've you've made some decisions here uh and then the other guys choosing to join the, okay well one the idea of a justin bieber experience band is kind of hilarious because it would definitely work like you could you could play bar mitzvahs bar mitzvahs or bar mitzvahs i'm like, i can never remember which one which um, one which one bar mitzvah is for a boy bat mitzvah is for a girl okay so that's bar mitzvah well you know let's not be genderist maybe maybe a 13 year old boy would want the justin bieber experience there i don't know 100 percent we're not here to judge no judge uh I, I think it well maybe not these days maybe justin bieber's out i don't know it would have worked at the time like that would have been a popular way to make some cash on the weekend so like that was pretty smart of saying but the idea of the rest of the glee club joining to get their girlfriends interested in them again post uh valentine's day lull instead of i don't know talking to their girlfriends it's just like I mean, right why would these people are so terrible Artie especially was once again so the way he talks about women throughout the show is so it's so blatantly misogynistic at times you're like how, what is wrong with this guy sometimes like I mean they really did Kevin badly in that regard like they really do like every once in a while not even every once in a while but sometimes you're just like right Artie kind of sucks Jesus yeah. I and really it, do want to talk to Kevin about that. Like, because Kevin, Kevin seems like a really woke dude. Yeah. You know, and I just want to be like, in retrospect, what were your thoughts on your character that was like a dick? Like, did you know at the time that Artie was a dick? Like, how do you, how do you feel about this? What are your thoughts? Because Yeah, no, you're right. It, it's, we, we, I think, um, or maybe at least I shouldn't speak for you guys. I spent a lot of time thinking Artie and I do think more positively of him because I because I you know Kevin fan you know Kevin fan club but um yeah no and then you'll he'll actually have like scenes and do stuff and you're like uh, no 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 so it's the downside to when you when you have more I mean, more screen time Kevin and you yeah the high sometimes sometimes the higher the Kevin the Kevin scale some the Kevin scale you know what I mean right um sometimes more screen time is not better screen time there you go there you go that's it uh not all publicity not yeah. all screen time is good screen time not all screen time is good i also have on here um comment about or two about santana um i kind of forgot what she was like prior to her being with britney mm -hmm. where where it was just sort of um the the stereotype bitchy latina and right. and like trying to hook up with every every dude which in retrospect i don't know if they i don't know if they wrote it in a way that knowing that santana was, was in like into girls and so therefore that's why she is qu is quite as uh written quite as uh sexually adventurous as she's just trying to counteract everything that uh, counteract who she is because like she's still dealing with that counteract and, the gay. And, yep. I can counteract I actually answer this because Naya answered yeah, this in the podcast she did recently. Fabulous, hit it. Um she basically said that um at the start of I think the start of next season, uh I I think she said it was Brad. You can listen to the episode. It's um what's the name of their podcast? Showmance. Showmance with Kevin <laughs> and Jenna. 
Yeah, they did. They had Heather and Naya on, but at the beginning of, I think she said season three, Brad was just like passing in the hallway and was like, by the way, you're a lesbian now. <laughs> so at this point, Naya had no idea and presumably the writers didn't either. And that was just, yeah. we're going to go with that. I, if Naya didn't know, I don't think the writers did either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, cause I think it's a, it would be a very subtle sleight of hand with writing to say this character, cause we, as we do find out in later episodes, has a, a very a very conservative uh, Catholic family, and so dealing with that is going to be layered. So I can see her being like, I'm going to run in the completely opposite direction from who who that person is, so that I can because I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to admit that's who I am. So I'm just gonna try to ignore it. Yes, like, it that would be have been, but it wasn't. But so instead, according to being, Naya, the actress, nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I 100% like, no, that's, that sounds on point, which I was trying to be nice to say, hey, I don't know if they actually meant to be doing this, but no, I, I assumed they didn't. Yeah. Um, so right now it's just, you're literally writing the Latina as like a stereotype, uh, a, like woman, not womanizer, like manizer. Well, yeah. And she's also just going after everybody else. Man eater. Man eater. That's boyfriend. the word. Yeah. She's a man Honestly, I don't like that term. I think I would rather be a manitizer, which is also t- sounds terrible. But man eater just sounds, I feel like they'd be full of fat and have like absolutely no redeeming, like any sort of redeeming uh, nutritional value. And I have Men? a feeling it would be an, ex- yeah, it'd be an excessive amount of points on Weight Watchers. And I just <laughs> like, it's unnecessary. It's just not worth the Weight Watchers points. Could use those points on something better. Right? Pizza, like ice cream. Ice cream. Ice. Exactly. So I'm like, so I'm like, I don't like that term. I don't like the term. Manonizer. Manonizer just is fun to say, and because man eater, it's too many points. And also, like, it's so lazy for her just to go from other person's boyfriend to other person's boyfriend to other person's boyfriend. Just it's boring. It's all she does it's is boring. jump from somebody else to somebody else to somebody else because she's sad and lonely i guess so there's really no she doesn't well, seem not... to have other motivation well, yeah i mean like that's the thing where it's like why why would she jump from friend's boyfriend to friend's boyfriend i mean use friend loosely here um versus just like anybody else make like any sort of to like any sort of connection with anybody that's not that's not specifically going after people's boyfriends which is why I'm like could totally make sense where it's like I have a lot of complicated feelings about about Mm -hmm. the about who and what I am and I don't like that I I don't like myself because of this because I don't like having to deal with a conservative family so I'm just going to destroy other people's relationships that makes sense but obviously they weren't writing that, so I yeah. don't know what the fuck. No one knows. We don't ask questions. We just—they definitely don't know what they're doing with that. No, they really yeah, don't. I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot that about this characterization of Santana, and um, how she was. She's just very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, like she's still aggressive later, but I feel like they temper it a little bit better at mm-hmm. times. Whereas uh, the the past couple episodes, I just, I just sit back and go, Jesus, Santana, because um, 
Blaine and Santana are like one of my favorite friend friendships. I love mm-hmm. Blaine I think it's adorable. Um, but there's a lot of a, a lot of her in these episodes that I'm like, I don't I don't remember this this side. I remember some of it, but not quite to this extent. Right. So I don't remember this version uh-huh. of you. Yeah. It's just I mean, that was the thing about, about the characters. It was sort of like, I'm going to, I'm going to go with this characterization and you're probably right for at least an episode. Yeah. Because they do, they do vary. Um, Mileage may vary. Exactly. Uh, Either of you have, have any, any other thoughts and opinions on plot here? Uh, uh, Like really what else happened? Like Quinn kept doing her Quinn shit. Uh, Sue destroyed tried to destroy the Glee Club and, you know, failed because friendship, I guess. Uh, she tried to institute a diva off between Mercedes and Rachel, and they just ended up sounding good together on Take Me or Leave Me. Agreed. Yeah, that uh, was actually that was... the song that I liked in the episode. Yeah, well, it was the only song that, like, sounded like a song. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a song you're like, ah, oh, I'd listen to this again, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah, really it's just, yeah. I mean, everything else is just, this is also Lauren Zeiss's only, only um, solo. Well, right, because she can't, um, the actress can't, she can't, she's yeah. not a singer. That's not, it's not a negative. It's not yeah. being like, oh, that actress can't fucking yeah, sing. Yeah. Like, she's not, that's the Ouch. thing about this fucking show is they keep putting people in the Glee Club who can't physically sing. And then you're like, okay, well, what do you want me to do with this when you give them a song? Like, how am I supposed to react to this? Or uh, what's her fucking name who shows up later? Sugar. 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 And, yeah. you know, even I when Mike Chang does... uh die on Sugar. <laughs> that's fine. It's just, again, when you're judging... <laughs> that, yeah. When you're, when you're judging an actual song as a song, you're like, I okay, but I know what boys like is... A fun, yeah, yeah. a fun song. It's a fun yeah, song, like, but it doesn't stand up to two Broadway singers. Like, oh no, no, one hundred percent no. I will say I like I like when they have uh, characters that can't sing, just because I one of my one of my comments I think is just like everybody in this fucking Glee Club can sing, and they're amazing. And it's like what what Glee Club has this like these this kind of talent. So I appreciate when it's occasionally like you know like mike and he's like he can't really sing but he can he's got you know mm. dancing is great and then you occasionally get like sugar who totally thinks she can sing and can't because we all know those people and we do because those people are me so we all know those people um and, you know what that would be my so question for someone who's actually in a glee club is how good was was everybody in your group like how if there were you? 20 of you yeah like no like legitimately and honestly how good were you were like six of you really good and you just had to carry the rest of you or was everybody legitimately solo you, you like ready Jack? yeah, yeah like, were you were you ready to fucking go at any moment or was it you know did you have to go audition was there a process or was it an open door policy and you and you had some mike jangs in the background i don't know actual yeah, questions yeah. someone let us know I assume I assume Glee Club was similar to theater, which is what I was in. Which is you, which is you know you audition, 
And I mean, like on the bit, the big pieces, everybody may not get to be involved, but on like the little pieces, mm-hmm. everybody can be involved. We're just going to shuffle Mike Chang to the background and mm. we're going to put, we're going to move some of the ones forward. But, and so it's kind of what I, it's kind of what I imagine is like nationals. Y'all all may not go, but like, if we're going to be singing at, you know, the pediatric center, obviously we're all, we're all going to go. Um, we're just going to mic, you're going to, you're going to be in the back and maybe your microphone isn't actually turned yeah, on. I was going to say like, just hum a little bit in the back there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're just like, well, you don't, we, it's on, it's totally on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just lowers levels a little bit. Thanks. You can be anonymous. Let us know if, uh, you were the only good one and everyone else sucked. Were you the Rachel Berry or was everybody else the Rachel Berry? <laughs> I really want, I want somebody, please somebody uh message in especially if everybody else is rachel berry and you were not and i apologize i would have been literally the extra ha- oh yeah i was i was sugar like that's why it's one of the reasons why i love her like just, i think i can sing and i cannot um i apologize i'll sing I in the car by myself yeah, seriously i'm not gonna sing around anybody else like marie's crisis when you can't hear me well then everybody's drunk and that's different exactly that's the point Everybody's drunk. It doesn't matter because it's like we're all tone deaf right now anyway. Right. Uh, question. Also... Yes. Because uh, honestly, this episode doesn't have to follow any order of commentary because like who gives a shit? Um, my Chemical because, Romance. Honest, you guys didn't watch, you guys didn't watch this episode. You guys didn't. <laughs> and I don't mean, I don't mean you do. I mean like, I like anybody else listening. You I guys didn't did. Watch. No, I mean, um, like, anybody listening to this podcast, you didn't watch this yeah. episode. It doesn't matter what order we go in, because yeah. why would you? We don't blame you. Why mm-hmm. would you? Why Why are they all wearing flannel during Sing? I wonder that. Yeah. Is that I, a thing? Okay. I, don't, I don't know My Chemical Romance. That's not my thing. Okay, so My Chemical Romance, from my from my limited rememberings, uh, was way more, like, emo and I thought that they were like, hey, it's like punk. And the like, so we're like, we're going to wear flannel. But that was a very specific 90s punk from, from like the upper, you know, like the Northwest and was not my chemical romance, which was far more like emo, emo punk, maybe. I think it's more emo than, than any punk. That was my interpretation of it, which was we're mixing up our, our musical genres and giving people flannel because we think this has something to do with early 90s punk music i mean what is that punk i mean that was my if we're talking if we're talking 90s pacific northwest my neck of the woods that was that was grunge mm-hmm. flannel yes i wasn't I, I would not have called that punk and like music historians may make their arguments i don't really know the not that i don't know the difference but i i would have put flannel into the you know nirvana seattle portland grunge phase of the 90s where you tie your your flannel shirt around your waist with your ripped up back you know your jeans and then your other flannel on top and i was like this doesn't you sound add, to all me. Of the flannels. yeah yeah it's well because we're all lumberjacks and i was like i don't i don't think my chemical romance fits into that category just was very confusing like why why flannel i don't i don't follow not that it was uh, important the episode but that was that's how much I cared. I was like, hmm, flannel. Oh, right. The plot. All right. What are we doing here again? Oh, right. Well, I mean, that was my, that was like my interpretation of it, which again, it may not be accurate. It's just that's how I, 
just how I was assuming or or why they were doing that sort of dress, even though mm-hmm. like it doesn't really work, you know. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It's like I see what you're doing, and you're doing it wrong, and you're failing. But I see what you're trying to do here. I see, and you're wrong. Well, exactly. I guess more importantly, this episode is our setup to the original songs. And again, I suppose this is a question for our retired Glee Club member listeners out there. Uh, Would you have ever written your own fucking song for a competition? Because that seems weird. That does seem very weird. And maybe, is that a thing to do do Glee Club members? Do you write songs to perform? I just always kind of assumed it was covers of things and arrangements of pre-existing conditions pre-existing songs like pre-existing conditions yeah yeah i'm the same i, I, I don't know imagine that but what the fuck do i know i didn't do that kind of research we apologize we did not go that far into it into, just seems like a shit plan right like we <laughs> the theme of the competition is anthems which is so vague like well okay whatever that we're we this club with zero writing experience and it's not like songwriting is easy because you can ask every band and musician out there like how easy is it to write a hit song is it easy is it you write that number one single just drop of the hat but we this glee club of teenagers we are going to write a song in the next undeterminate amount of weeks and learn it and perform it and win a competition against seasoned veterans who will be performing songs that they've probably been rehearsing all year. Seems to me all the other clubs perform songs they've been rehearsing and not just shit they pull out of their ass day of. I mean, what what plan is this? You think we should plan this out before we get there and like have a plan in place and know what the fuck we're doing? before and not write the song in the hotel room the night before yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know i i mean that's a that's a novel way of thinking of it i mean maybe I know. maybe that's an idea but i don't know it's, it's i just it just seems a lot like of such a bizarre well they, they do a lot of things where like we're the underdogs and i'm like maybe you wouldn't be quite so underdog if like you took anything you seriously. tried harder yeah. I'm like you spend you spend every you spend every every episode every day going into your glee club but that we still don't know if it's a class or or if it's both. Yeah. Um and it could be like instead of working on anything or any sort of competition or even competing or and by or not not competing or even performing at like small places around town, we're just gonna sing about our feelings and by feelings I mean whoever we're trying to hook up with. Like yeah, maybe you wouldn't be underdogs if you actually, you know, did shit. That's just an idea that I yeah. come up with. Maybe off the top of my head right now. Focus less on your dating lives and a little more on your competition. I don't Which, know. Just throwing that out. They're there. teenagers. I I'm like I I sort of feel like it's like it's fine if it's just like we're just gonna be doing like interpersonal teenagery shit because that's real. Because as a teenager, I didn't care that much about competitions, about things. But also at the same time, it's it's sort of like this the setup for the show is for X Y Z, and that's not what you guys are doing at all. So either right. recognize it or, or I don't know. Honestly, this is just put a up or shut up. Random ass shit we can have and dumb, and I don't it's like it. It's such a filler episode. It's just it's so 
all filler, no killer. Honestly, I would have preferred this to be a monster of the week if, like, some, like, random monster had come out and, like, they had to, like, dance battle them. You don't to be it's not the kind of, it's not even the kind of show that has a setup where they could do a mod week. Like, they can't, what, go on a oh, no. field trip, I guess? Leave the school and say, go to Six Flags? Don't, they don't do that, that. They feel like they can do whatever they want. Because, like, I mean, insert puppetry episode. Yeah. Matt, I mean, the show I is over. Can't... It doesn't matter what we say. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't be like, this going to be a musical episode because there's always a music. Um, okay, yes. So just, just, Episodes are every Just week. some quick, yeah. I guess there's some quick uh, trivia pieces that I think is, is in- are interesting. Um, Kurt is absent for the first time. Uh, that was his nickname for Will. SpongeBob Square Chin is one of my favorites. It's a pretty good one. Um, Puck's Bieber hair is attached to the hood of his jacket, which sounds horrible. And I and and actually like I'm like okay, that sounds like that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that's all I got. Also, um, kind of a genius. There's not even good trivia yeah. for this episode. Yeah, I guess. Um, so. Do we have a favorite song? I sort of feel like we're all going to end up saying uh, t- uh, Baby, nearly right? Yeah. That's Baby. Basically the only song I remember. Baby, 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 Oh. I can't get Will's song with the kids out of my mind, but not in a good way. Honestly, I didn't even write it down. <laughs> in I, the know. List of like, I don't know. It is an unreleased song. Yeah, I don't think it counted as a song. It's just like really yeah. annoyingly in my head. <laughs> it's a yeah, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna put that back in everybody's everybody's brains right now. Just gonna um, go listen to silly love songs like yeah, three times in a row after this. So uh, the Kevin skip. I mean, like you said, it gets more Kevin's, but at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. So do we want to say like two and a half? Do we want to like split the difference to be like you had songs, but you were a dick. Yeah. Points off for being a dick. Two and a half. Cool. Being a dick. Yep. I mean, the claim scale is the claim decks is non-existent because they weren't in the episode. (laughs) Yes. But you know what? I bet they were. I let's all let's all just take a moment to imagine what they were probably doing. Point behind the exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure they were having a lot of fun that we didn't get to see. But a lot yeah. of fun, like, pranks and, and songs being sung over in the Warblers. But we're going to watch this instead. Yeah. Cool. The episode we could have had. No. no. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. This is, this, let's be honest, as a fandom, this is the episode. <laughs> not the episode <laughs> we wanted. Ow. Probably. Is this a, Jesus. Yeah. Oh. I mean, there was there was a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I anyway, guess. I guess I'm just in a bitter mood right now. Just kind of mean. Yeah, mean and bitter mood. But hey, next episode, blame it on the alcohol. Nice. Yes. Yep. Should I say bl- blame it on the alcohol? But I mean, you can if you want to. We can't physically stop you. Yeah, but that's really gonna be on you i'm going so. with it because it is literally my favorite my favorite moment of the pair yeah. that is 
that is the reason for notice. Let, let's all talk about how Blaine's hair is. Yeah, it really, it's, it's the height of his hair, and then it just goes mm-hmm. downhill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll give it its proper dues, and then we'll, we'll bid it adieu Do forever. Adieu. <laughs> adieu. Oh. Adieu. 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 I don't pun. Did they adieu? Uh, yeah. I'm going to stop because now my, my, uh, my tongue feels tongue-tied. Yeah. Episode? Because, like, mm-hmm. nah. I said adieu to this episode because, like, I've, I'm out. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. I've got Good Omens sick to read, which I don't get to go do right <laughs> now because I have to go work-related. I have to go do work-related things. But that's basically where, where my brain is at right now. I'm just going to. This is what's gonna be on our next episode, we'll be talking about good omens. You know what? Honestly, no, we can't. We can't. It might happen. <laughs> I all right. So with uh, bladed on the alcohol actually happening, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into that. Uh, ne- next, I say next week, but like eh, next two weeks, I think is is what it's two gonna weeks. be. So that'll become yeah, two weeks. So you know, we'll actually have more things to say. I think with with upcoming episodes, this one just. I mean, listen to the podcast because you should listen to the podcast always, but like skip the episode. But just listen up. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's what you missed on this episode of Glee. This podcast is sponsored by Oasis, a paychex company. Oasis provides small and medium-sized businesses with an all-in-one solution to simplify back-office complexities like payroll, benefits, HR, and compliance. Let Oasis take care of the HR administration so you can focus on growth, your customers, and continue to run your business fearlessly. Learn more at oasisadvantage.com slash podcast. At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. And we know that it can get a little weird when things just don't work together. That's why Farmers lets you bundle your home and auto insurance together. And doesn't that sound nice? Bundle with Farmers today and you could save an average of 20%, too. Talk about music to your ears. Visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.